Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, this weekend has seen New Zealand come away with a flurry of medals in the opening days of the 2022 Birmingham Commonwealth Games, resulting in sleepless nights for Kiwi sports fans, myself included. So from the pool to the velodrome to uh, the triathlon, rugby sevens, hockey and more, it's been a thrilling smorgasbord of sport thus far. Currently, New Zealand sits third on the medal table with 10 golds, 5 silver and 4 bronze. And second, a host uh, England with 11 golds. And predictably, the Australians are first with a whopping 21 golds so far. Joining us now is uh, One News reporter Guy Havelt, uh, who is uh, on the ground over there. Uh, Guy, fantastic uh, performance by New Zealand so far. You were on the ground for Hayden Wild's triathlon and that dramatic finish. Has there been any further update on the appeal process there, mate? Yeah, g'day, Smithy. Good to chat to you. You speak about sleepless nights. Uh, I had two hours last night while I was trying to work through everything that was going on from the swimming. So uh, it's been relentless times, but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's been outstanding. Uh, and to see the Kiwis do so well in the early stages has been fantastic as well. On Hayden Wild, uh, we spoke to him uh, straight after the mixed team relay today. Uh, just for a quick update on on everything, um, he said that he made it clear that um, Triathlon New Zealand were the ones who actually uh, decided to make the appeal. So it was kind of out of his hands. Uh, I don't know if he was entirely keen to do it, but um, they they went ahead with it and, and made the appeal. Um, so that was interesting. And he said that uh, you know they've got people working back home in New Zealand on it as well. So it's kind of gone up another level, I think, um, to uh, to try and see if they can get something out of it. Look, I was there, obviously, as you say, on the day and there for the race and uh, pedantic is one word for it. Uh, it was um, it was a bit over the top, I thought. I mean, I don't know how that alters the, the course of a race. Um, I don't even think you – I mean, you couldn't even see that he had unclipped the helmet if he indeed had. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was very, very rough. And it, and it actually robbed the Commonwealth Games of having a truly fantastic, uh, exciting spectacle of a race. Uh, it would have been unbelievable um, to see Alex Yee and Hayden Wilde go head-to-head and go toe-to-toe, uh, and the race was robbed of that, unfortunately. Um, look, Hayden doesn't want to take anything away from Alex Yee. He doesn't want him to lose his gold medal. Uh, they just all feel like he probably deserved it as well. Yeah, I've I got to say, um, he, he's handled it brilliantly, Hayden Wilde, um, throughout um, the course of it. And, of course, uh, it was business as usual, getting back and involved uh, with uh, the teams, the mixed teams' uh, performance this morning, agonisingly just eight seconds behind Australia for fourth out of the medals there. Yeah, and, and here's a bit of news for you that we've only just found out, Smithy. Uh, Andrea Hewitt, who ran the last leg of that mixed team relay, has uh, literally 
just had COVID. She's on day 10 of her COVID experience. So uh, not exactly the, the perfect build-up to a race, uh, certainly a race like that, a sprint race. And so she has had um, – she has just come off her COVID. So, uh, you know, that, that makes everything so much harder, obviously, and, and I guess kind of explains a little bit of, of why – she faded, and I hate using that word. Um, she did start to fade towards the end, uh, but it certainly gives a, a reason around that. But, yeah, gallant effort. Uh, England were far, far too good, man. They've got a very, very good team in the moment, uh, and they were far too good for the rest of the field. Been another strong day in the pool for the Kiwis. Lewis Clairbert making it to two golds in two nights. What a finish in the 200 butterfly. I, I, I watched the race live. I just could not get over that. I gave him no price at the last turn. No, neither did I. Uh, and I've got to be honest with you, Smithy, I forgot it was 200. I thought it was 100 metres. And so after 100 metres, I thought, oh, that's a shame. I think at about a 100 metre mark, he might have been fourth as well. And then they kept going. And I thought, oh, OK, we're on here. And then yeah, at the turn, 50 metres to go, man, that last 25 metres or so was just pure strength, pure uh, mental grit from Lewis Clearbert. Uh, a very, very fascinating young man, 23 years old, uh, and and I think has a lot more to give in the sport of swimming. I don't know if you've spoken to his coach, Gary Hollywood, before, but he is also seems to be a swimming coaching genius, what, what he has done. Um, and he believes, get this, that Lewis Clearbert can go faster than Michael Phelps. Uh, and for someone to oh. say that about a Kiwi swimmer, I think is incredibly exciting. If he had have swum that time, uh, in the Olympics last year, he would have been the Olympic champion. So he's definitely got it in him to win Olympic gold. Uh, he was superb tonight in an event that I don't think he thought he was going to win, possibly even win a medal in. Uh, and he is now the double Commonwealth Games gold medalist uh, and this only the second Kiwi aside from Dame Sophie Pascoe to win two swimming gold medals at the same Commonwealth Games for New Zealand. Just absolutely uh, staggering, and uh, it's mouth-watering, uh, the prospect of... Uh, and he's such an engaging young bloke, too. Oh, he's fantastic. I love interviewing him every time. He, he always um, thinks about what he's going to say. He always gives you a genuine answer. He's not media-trained to the nth degree. He's got his personality, and, and is a fantastic personality at that. I was lucky enough as well to spend time with his family yesterday, his parents after their win, uh, where they popped the champagne and that sort of thing. And um, that was a really special moment to be at, actually. It was one of the highlights of my career to get to spend that moment with them. You know, you 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 know how much these these athletes put into things and the parents have obviously been there for every step of the way. And to see the pure joy and elation and just genuine happiness on their faces when they had that champagne and when they realised what their son had done. Uh, that was that was incredibly special. Okay, let's look at uh, the para-swimming side of it as well with uh, Dame Sophie Pascoe uh, winning her fifth gold medal, which is quite incredible. Uh, and it's, uh, this performance by this young 17-year-old Joshua Wilmer uh, in picking up uh, a gold in the 100 metres breaststroke SB8 category. Fantastic result. Well, speaking of swimmers who didn't think they were going to do anything, uh, we've just spoken to Joshua about an hour or two ago, uh, not long after his race, and he didn't think he was going to get anywhere. And then what do you know? He's, he's winning Commonwealth Games gold. A 17-year-old, I don't think he could quite believe why he couldn't believe what he had done. He was genuinely in a, in a bit of a state of shock. Um, so that was that was fantastic to see. Uh, Tupunaifu obviously winning silver as well. It's been Incredible, really, in the pool for the Kiwis so far. Um, and, you know, sometimes you, you at the Commonwealth Games, you maybe wonder, 
what the strength of competition is in, in some of these events. Well, if we look at Lewis Clearbird's event, he beat Chad LeClose from uh, South Africa, who's an Olympic champion, seven-time Commonwealth Games gold medalist, uh, a, a real icon of the sport. Um, and, you know, for Lewis to beat him, and, and yeah, it was close, but for Lewis to beat him in, in an event that's not his favourite event, I, I think is... Um, quite significant for what Lewis Clearbert could achieve, as you just mentioned before, in the uh, in the Olympics and what a couple of years to come. And don't forget, he's still got the 200 metres individual medley coming up as well. Mm, all right, just, it just looks in absolute uh, prime condition. The Velodrome has uh, been an outstanding venue for us so far. Bulk of New Zealand uh, medals coming from there, in fact, and Corbin Strong looked uh, awesome in the 15k scratch race this morning, which was marred by a crash. Man, that crash was something frightening, Smithy. Uh, that was unbelievable. I don't, I've never seen a crash like that. Riders going into the stands, into the crowd, um, you know, catapulted into the crowd. I'm not quite sure around situations around fans or anything. I believe most of the riders are okay, uh, particularly our, our Kiwi uh, who crashed in that is, is okay, just with some some marks, some burn marks from the ground. Um unbelievable scenes really um but yeah overall i mean the cycling you consider everything that cycling new zealand has been through in the past well not even the past year kind of the past three or four years really considering results obviously everything happened uh with olivia podmore which was just so tragic they've had the review it's been a torrid time for everyone involved in cycling in new zealand and particularly cycling new zealand the organization and for them to come over here in birmingham and achieve what they have uh, i think that is um quite remarkable really for those athletes to be able to do that and you know i talk about um the competition that they've had they've beaten some pretty bloody good riders in a lot of those races so uh things are starting to look up again for for the cyclists in this country they are indeed um elise andrews has been absolutely outstanding i mean coming to the party to make up the numbers so at least they could compete coming home with uh well a silver medal but not being able to get it uh this is a bit slightly weird and goes against the grain i think a wee bit of just what the commonwealth game spirit and that is is all about i mean can't they see common sense here uh the girl was not even supposed to be in there she was only just making up the numbers really and she had other priorities to think of can I put it a bit more bluntly, Smithy? It's absolute bollocks. Yeah. Uh, she rides in the race. She should get a medal, shouldn't she? I, I mean, it's just, it, I, I think it's ridiculous. She um, then had to go into another race and get prepared for that. So she couldn't make it to the medal ceremony and telling me she doesn't get the medal because of that and she gets fined. I mean, come on, where's the common sense and where's the, the dignity and the grace from the Commonwealth Games to be able to give her a medal? Uh, I just found that. I found that insulting, actually, myself. She didn't seem to mind. <laughs> she said she didn't really care. Uh, that's the kind of person that she is. But um, I think that's just, I think it's pathetic, frankly. Okay. Uh, well, let's just hope uh, they work away behind the scenes. And even if they don't make it hugely public, uh, hopefully she, she gets that medal. Because uh, it really just sums up mate, uh, the, the nature of the Commonwealth Games for me, just helping out and, and coming good. I, I, just, I don't get that. Uh, let's look at, can I just briefly touch on the sevens uh, guy? Um, two bronze, which, uh, you know, you, you go there to get a medal. But I'm just thinking right now as they sit down and, and think about things that both of those particular teams will probably mark that down as a bit of a fail, wouldn't they? Fun times at New Zealand rugby at the moment, isn't it, Smithy? Um, my word, this is uh, 
this to me, this is nothing short of a disaster. Uh, the Black Fern Sevens should be going over there and, and at least making the final. Uh, and the All Black Sevens, I feel like, is the same. Um, I don't think a bronze is good enough for either of those teams at the moment at the Commonwealth Games. Um, and it's just another thing that New Zealand rugby has to figure out what's going wrong. Uh, there's not a lot going right at New Zealand rugby in the past month or two. Uh, and that's another thing that they have to figure out. I've, I've got to be honest. I haven't seen any of the races, uh, any of the games. Sorry, I've been um, I've been so so busy with everything else. But um, man, it's been uh, it's been an interesting time for New Zealand rugby. That's for sure. Sure has uh, actually. Um, I think that, one of the things that has struck me about it, and it was illustrated to me at, at the uh, at the sevens. But you'll you'll be um, encountering this wherever you've gone as well. It's just the, the buy-in from the people. Uh, this time around, I, I don't know if it's a reflection of um, people actually out being able, after two or three years of not being able to go to things, have, have travelled from all parts of the world. It just seems to me there's a total buy-in in terms of atmosphere and crowd participation. Yeah, it, it was interesting in the build-up, uh, walking around here in Birmingham, and uh, some people didn't even know the, the Commonwealth Games were on in their own backyard. Uh, but it's one of those things that once it starts up, everyone gets into it, uh, particularly in New Zealand. Uh, it's it, The Commonwealth Games is always... Well, for the past few times anyway, been an event where um, leading up to it, no one's overly interested. Uh, and then once it starts and New Zealand starts winning medals, everyone gets excited. So, um, look, I, I'm not sure about the future of the Commonwealth Games in, say, 20 years. Uh, I think I'm not sure they'll be around. And if they are, I think they'll probably look quite different to what they do at the moment. Um, but... This has been – I've loved every minute of this. This has been fantastic. It's, I've been so incredibly lucky to be over here and see some phenomenal achievements. And um, I know just from having the messages that I've got and the, the tweets that I've seen on social media and comments on, on all sorts of stuff and comments on, you know, um, uh, you know, whatever it might be, all sorts of media, uh, that people are interested in it. And that's just fantastic. You know, these athletes deserve that sort of – recognition and that sort of coverage and that sort of um, interest uh, and I think it's great that people are getting into it. Okay so we're heading to uh, another day of activity today what's uh, what's on your program today what are you focusing on and what can we look forward to? I've got to be honest with you Smithy I've been so deep in everything else today that I've barely looked at what's coming up tomorrow I know the Silver Ferns are playing Malawi, which is a, obviously a very big game because they lost to them at the last Commonwealth Games. I don't think we'll see a repeat of that this time. The White Ferns, who uh, you and I have discussed rather robustly over the past six months or so, uh, were very impressive against South Africa in their opening game. They play Sri Lanka tomorrow. They what? Looks like uh, Guy Havelt's dropped off, so uh, we'll leave him. That is obviously very busy. It's quite late over there, actually. It's... Uh coming up to 20-odd past 10, and when you've been involved as uh, heavily as he has all around the joint, uh, he's probably looking forward to uh, a bit of time on his temper pillow, so uh, we'll leave him to that. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.